I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. Welcome to the Inside Carolina Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Ashley. I'm joined by Greg Barnes, Ross Martin, Sherelle McMillan. We are sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt and JohnnyT-Shirt.com. This is an emergency Inside Carolina Podcast. Hubert Davis succeeds Roy Williams as head coach of North Carolina. I'll go to Greg Barnes first. Greg, it's been quite a crazy few days. That it has, Tommy. And to be honest with you, we expected this search to come to an end this week. Uh, I'm not going to speak for Sherelle Ross here, but I did not think it was going to occur today. I figured that uh, there would at least be some time after the national championship game with Mark Few and Gonzaga playing uh, this evening for there to be some kind of uh, conversation there, uh, maybe beyond just initial talks. Clearly, we, we did not get to that point, or at least initial fillers were rebuked. Um, but as we've, as we've heard for several days now, uh, Hubert Davis was an internal choice. A lot of Carolina f- uh, friends and family really liked him as the next option. And here we are. Ross Martin, I believe the, the belief was that Roy Williams wanted Hubert Davis to be the guy, brought him in to be the guy several years back from ESPN. And turns out he is the guy. What have you heard? Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it really never got past him. And, and the search is, is based on just talking to Greg and Ben and, and Sherelle and and maybe they kicked the doors through back channels on on other hires, but always came back to Hubert Davis. And I think it shows you the power that Williams had in the search and the trust that uh, Bubba Cunningham has in Hubert Davis as a person, a man. I mean, everything we've heard about him is that he's just a great guy. He's a nice guy. He's the nicest guy anyone's ever met. I just got off the phone with a, a JV player who played two years under. Um, Hubert Davis on JV and then a year and a half on uh, as a walk-on to the men's team. And what stood out to him was that he would always talk to his grandmother. He made time for his grandmother at JV games, things like that that stood out about Hubert Davis. Um, and there was a lot to be said about no experience as a head coach. We don't know what he's going to be like as a head coach. But right now it's a, a Carolina family hire, um, a guy who played for Dean Smith, I think that's important. A guy that's coached under Roy Williams, so all the ties are there. A guy who played in the NBA, a guy that's connected at ESPN. So he checks tons of boxes. And I think the experience as a head coach is pretty much the only – and the experience as a lead recruiter is the only box that he doesn't check. And, hey, I'm, I'm all in on, on him. Um, but as long as he wins, you know, you got to see how he, how he will do, and we'll know that sooner than later. Absolutely, we'll know that very quickly. Sherelle, bring you in as far as the the experience factor, and then I want you to comment on the recruiting factor as well. Uh, I, I would say it is the the highest possible, I think, reward uh, hire, and also probably the highest floor or uh, risk uh, hire, just because you don't know that inexperience. You know that's a big deal. Um, while there have been 
you know, coaches in the past who've been, you know, assistants at one school and then taken over that school and had good careers, you know, it's, it's, it's a risk. Um, never has run a college program, hasn't coached outside of UNC. So you can see that side of it. From the reward side, uh, you know, you, you could be talking about kind of the next guy in line if it is a success. You know, someone who played for Coach Smith, who coached under Roy Williams, you know, two of the five probably greatest coaches in NCAA history. So he's got that going for him. Like Ross said, successful NBA career. Um, so he has positive attributes. I think what the issue is, is the unknown with him. And there are good and bad sides to unknown. You know, I, I don't think anyone can tell you how it's going to go with any certainty. Um, but I think they can tell you that there are just the scenarios in which, you know, that could happen. There are so many from from the best thing to the worst thing. And, and it's just really, uh, I, I would say if I had to boil it down to one thing, it's just kind of unknown and, and high risk, high reward. That's what scares a lot of people. Let's back up just a second, Greg. Uh, you know, Mark Few, uh, Jay Wright, Brad Stevens, all those names were thrown out. Chris Holtman was thrown out today. Uh, Wes Miller, of course, and Hubert Davis and, and a couple other guys, Stackhouse, King Rice, maybe. You know, is this a Hubert Davis all along thing or is this a due diligence come back to Hubert Davis? We'll have to exactly wait and see how it transpired for Bubba Cunningham. Uh, but all indications are is that they knew there were, there were guys within the program that they wanted to interview. Um, and then there were also some, some big names that they wanted to check with and see what kind of viable options there were. Um, and as Bubba told us on Thursday night, with this type of program, um, you've got a pretty narrow set of options. I mean, you're going to do with, deal with candidates close to the program, the assistant coaches, other people in the Carolina tree, and then you're talking about high-profile coaches around the country. Um, and so there was really no surprises. It was either going to be a Carolina guy or a big name. And apparently it came back to them wanting Hubert Davis. As I said, uh, a lot of internal support for Hubert Davis. We talk about the Carolina family, what it means, how important it is. Certainly holds some sway. Uh, you got to go back a long time to when North Carolina did not have a Carolina family member as the head coach, right? I mean, you got Dean Smith, you got Bill Guthridge, you got Matt Darty. Roy Williams, now Hubert Davis. I do want to touch on one thing that, that Sherelle said that I think is important. There is going to be legitimate questions about Hubert Davis and what he can bring to this program because he is inexperienced. Remember that when he was a high school senior, he had two offers, George Mason and George Washington, and that was it. So when Roy Williams and Dean Smith come to his house for an official visit, likely just as a, a show of gratitude for Walter Davis, and Walter is is Hubert's uncle. Um, Hubert basically had to say, look, guys, like if you bring me in, I'm going to work my butt off and I'm going to be deserving of that scholarship. Two days later, Dean Smith gives him that scholarship. We know how it goes. So he's been proving people wrong for a long time. Um, and I, I think that's going to be something that we're going to be talking about for a long time. He knows there's a lot of criticism, and a lot of skepticism about his hire, and we'll have to see how he handles that in the years to come. Definitely some will break down on Inside Carolina Roundtable at whatever point after the press conference introducing Hubert to the mix, to the family, to the head coaching job. Ross Martin, I think for the message boards and for the general Carolina fan, I mean, it's that inexperience. But as an assistant coach, you mentioned the JV team. I mean, he's had that experience. And like we've talked about off the air and around, he's got just as much experience as certain coaches that have done very well across the gamut, including at Carolina when they were first hired. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, 
it's just a lack of a proven as a head coach, I think, is the concerns. I mean, he's got the credentials. And, and of course, Roy was hired as an assistant, as a UNC assistant to Kansas. And, and Dean was hired as a – or Coach Smith, sorry, guys, as a um, assistant from Carolina to, to the head coach, coach at Carolina. Um, I think it's important to stress how important – the Carolina family is. I actually got off the phone with Jawad Williams from Japan. He called me at, at 3 a.m. Japan time earlier today. We'll hopefully have him on the Carolina, uh, Inside Carolina podcast in the next couple of days. But he was just going through about why the Carolina family is so important and just keeping everybody together and that bringing in an outside guy just changes everything and you lose the connection to the alumni. It just people want to work out there and people want to play pickup there and just – switching that changes everything it's like no other program so i think people have certainly grasped how important the Carolina family is and this is just another indication of, of what that really means when it comes to making these big time critical decisions and we'll see how it goes um a few more notes uh after speaking to a unc a jv player who spent three and a half years with hubert is that during practice loves a scrimmage he's very high energy he wants his players and gets his players to play hard and effort is critical. I mean, all this stuff is very important for all head coaches, but some things that he said that stood out um, and then back to the fact that, um, you know, he did everything that Roy did in terms of style because the JV team kind of runs the same system as you, as, um, as the varsity team runs. So that'll be important. I'm very uh, interested in seeing what changes in terms of style and what he does differently um, to evolve with his coach style. And uh, Hey, look, he's a great shooter. And it's great to have a coach who can teach shooting. So maybe that's a plus, uh, a coach that knows how to shoot and knock down balls. That'd be big. Sherelle, I want to come to you, but let me ask you this, Greg. Uh, I mean, Roy Williams, and we talked about this a lot as well over the years, he did it mostly all for his staff. So what was Hubert Davis's role aside from coaching the JV team for the last eight, nine years? Well, he's done all the, the standard, you know, assistant coach duties in terms of, you know, he, he has helped with recruiting. Uh, he does scout opponents. He does help, help with on-court coaching. Um, I think it's just that Roy Williams has really um, done, taken a prominent role with how he's run his program. That's just kind of the unique thing about Roy is that, you know, some coaches give their assistants more leeway in how they handle recruiting or how they handle specific parts of, of you know, a practice and Roy's has kind of been a dominant figure in that regard. So it's not as though Hubert's just sat over there on the sideline and watched. He just has not had that prominent role. So that certainly will be a little bit of a change. I'm sure Sherelle has a little bit of insight on that as well. Yeah, Sherelle, I wanted to ask you about the recruiting aspect, but also how you think uh, Hubert's experience over these last eight or nine years has, has parlayed him into being ready for this. Um, I think sitting beside Roy Williams will, will help you get ready for sure. I think kind of seeing the in and outs of how he runs a program is a big deal. And I think through him, he can go back and some of the lessons that he learned from Coach Smith, can he can reapply those and say, okay, now I realize what he was telling me in 1990, you know, during a game in December. It, it makes more sense now when I'm on this side of it. So I think he's got that unique perspective. Um, as far as, you know, the, the recruiting stuff goes, um, I, I think, again, you know, Rolling has ran the show. We've said that over and over again. So it's kind of an unknown exactly how Hubert Davis will 
delegate to his staff, whether he will empower them to make offers on their own, whether he will be the guy who makes offers. Um, so, I mean, those are questions that as time passes at the press conference and over the, the coming weeks and months that we hope to get an answer to. And um, the thing about recruiting is, you know, once you're the head coach, you have to start. So as soon as he's a, a officially approved and, you know, the ink doesn't even have to be dry yet, he's got to get on the phone and start making calls to, uh, you know, guys in the portal to high school players and fill in this roster for next year and go ahead and start recruiting for, uh, you know, 2022. I mean, cause there's just no time to waste when it, when it comes to that. And that's a benefit for UNC, the fact that he's been in all those meetings. So it kind of the transition for recruiting at least moves nicely. He knows the targets. He knows the offers. He knows some of the families and players and, of course, knows the transfer targets. I wanted to kind of push on Greg here and Sherelle. Is there anything else we know about the search in terms of um, in terms of how it went with, with reaching out to bigger names? I think listeners would, would are, are kind of yearning for that information. I mean, was contact made with guys like Mark Few through an agent or do we know any of that yet? Greg? I'll take that, Sherelle. So we know that contact was made. Um, here's the interesting thing. We, we know that certain interviews were conducted. We also know that there were conversations made with other people. Whether or not Bubba would consider that an interview, Yeah. we would have to get that answer directly from Bubba. And one of the things in this COVID setting um, is that some of these conversations took place over Zoom. So is that a conversation? Is it a formal interview? So you kind of get into semantics with some of that. Uh, yeah. We do know there, there was a number of people that, that Bubba talked to. Um, pretty much everybody in the uh, in the Carolina family circle that you would expect, assistant coaches, Wes Miller, uh, Hubert, I believe, was Friday when he when he actually interviewed. Um, and then, yes, there were guys outside of, of the, the family tree, some big names as well. And so – in terms of an actual list of these were the eight individuals that were mm -hmm. actually interviewed. It may be a little while before we get those exact names and, and numbers. Um, but yes, you know, it wasn't just, Hey, we're going to hire Hubert. That's it. Uh, this was not window dressing. This was due diligence. This was Bubba trying to make sure he was making a correct hire. He knew what the internal pressure was going to be, but he had to make the best decision for him. And the best decision for him is the best decision for the program, given the financial implications of everything we're dealing with, with COVID. Uh, so this was not a haphazard, hey, we, we've got our guy before Roy retires. This is making sure you go through your list of candidates that you want to consider and then making sure that the guy you do pick is the right choice. Yeah, I wonder if those conversations are done through an agent with some of those guys like Stevens or, or a few guys that are still kind well, of actively coaching or if they're just or not. Right. And Stevens, you know, notoriously does not have an agent. His wife does some of his uh, contract work, <laughs> which is a unique setting, right? Yeah, uh, so Bubba's on the phone that. with his wife. Yeah. Correct. And then you've got, you do have some of the bigger names that have agents. Uh, so, so a lot of different things go into it. I, I just think it's just funny too, to me to add, like, you know, uh, Mac Brown, I think it was 48 hours basically. And then now with uh, Hubert Davis Williams, 96 hours, you know, kind of four days basically. <laughs> um, so we see that Bubba Cunningham does like to move fast and, and get it done. It's, I think, yeah, it's good for us. I think it's kind of uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and then <laughs> on our way. I think the Mac thing was, was kind of in the works for multiple weeks, though, too. Absolutely. Now, let me ask the big question to Sherelle and, and Greg and Ross. You both can, both can chime in, and that may be something better for the roundtable later, is uh, what do you say to the people that Roy announced 96 hours ago that he wasn't the man for the job, and they hire somebody that was right there in the middle of it the last two years? Sherelle, your take on that? Uh, I'll go back to what we said about, you know, it's it, it was Roy Williams' show. And so um, when I work for my employer, I do what they say. 
And maybe that's not the best thing in the world, but I enjoy employment and I enjoy uh, the money I receive. So if my employer tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. That doesn't necessarily mean that I think what my employer says is the right thing all the time. So I think that's what Hubert Davis has to answer, uh, whether or not that was in an interview. I would say answer publicly about how you're going to differentiate yourself, if you are, from the Roe Williams era. Are you going to change how things are done, you know, as far as recruiting is concerned? We talked about uh, more empowerment for assistance. We talked about or we can talk about player development, NBA people, like a, a number of things. The question is, how can you do that different or are you going to do it different? I think then from there, people can start to figure out whether or not uh, this was a situation, um, you know, uh, that that is a good thing for UNC. I I think it's a good thing. um, But like I said, high risk, high reward. Yeah, I mean. I don't have too much more to add on that. It's just like there's just so many unknowns. We don't know what kind of defense he likes to run. Maybe he likes to zone occasionally. Maybe, you know, the secondary break is not his thing. That was a, a definitely a, a Roy Williams thing. And, and so maybe it's something different there. And, and I'm sure it'll be a fun and exciting offense that pushes the ball. But who knows? Maybe he um, doesn't like to use two bigs as much and will be more the NBA style we've seen in recent years. So I, I have nothing to add to that, that. We have a lot of unknowns. We'll get answered uh, come October, November when we – see some games yeah Greg, i'll no, let think, you wrap it yeah I, was, I think both of, both of the guys are on point there uh thing to remember is this hubert's 50 uh, hubert played in the nba for 12 years so he saw a type of basketball up close and personal every single day for a time period that roy williams did not roy williams has never coached in the in the pros he never played in the pros um so that, there's a lot of insight there. And in terms of kind of what he wants to do, we don't know, but we do know that when he coached JV, which I believe it was for six years, uh, because you don't have Tyler Hansbrough on the JV team, you have a bunch of six, five guys, you, you're not going to use the same inside out approach. And so while he did utilize secondary break with the JV team, he implemented a lot of NBA sets to free up open looks from the perimeter for his guys. Um, and so I think you have to go into it as that. And the fact that, that Roy is such a dominant presence and things are going to be done his way, I don't think it's fair to say, well, you know, one of his assistants was along for the ride. It wasn't, it wasn't Hubert that couldn't reach the players. It was Roy, who has a 70-year-old, who was set in his ways and had a way that he wanted to do things. Um, he, he didn't feel as though he could still get to him. Hubert being a lot younger, uh, having played in the NBA, uh, and you, he worked in – he worked at ESPN for, what, seven years. So he has a lot of different um, perspectives than maybe Roy did. And I, I suspect that he's going to change. He's going to adjust some things. He's better suited, certainly, to deal with name, image, and likeness and the one transfer uh, year rule. All those things will be beneficial for him. So, yes, high risk, high reward uh, if this plays out. One, one thing, I think this is a perfect connection between the dean – Smith era and the Roy Williams era, it kind of does combine the two into one person who has influences from both coaches. And now we move on from here. Indeed. I, I think that is the main thing here is Hubert does combine. He crosses all the, the family generations is, is a way to put it. Ross Martin, Greg Barnes, Sherelle McMillan, something Greg, you said the ESPN factor certainly has worked out for Mac Brown. Uh, getting his program some pub. That is not to be overlooked, I don't think, as well. <laughs> Guys, it's been fun. It's been the Inside Carolina Emergency Pod. Hubert Davis, head coach of North Carolina basketball, will be back at a later date with a roundtable with all these guys and many more. Sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt. Thanks, boys. 
Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by JohnnyT-Shirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.